You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and Ally. They may not be able to help you hit your mile splits, but Ally can help you plan for the future. Explore all the ways you can map out your financial goals with Ally at ally.com. Ally, a proud sponsor of the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon and athletes everywhere. Now, here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese. Today's guest has been coaching, training, and competing for more than three decades Tryon Performance is the distillation of that experience in his way of helping others successfully piece together a healthy lifestyle of running, triathlon, and multi-sport. His unique style of incorporating training and nutrition into real life schedules gets results for athletes of all ages and all disciplines. This year, that experience is part of the 2023 Novant Health Charlotte Marathon official training plans. We are really excited to have Coach Jamie Yon join us on this episode of the Running Around Charlotte podcast. Jamie, welcome to the program. We didn't even touch the surface of what Jamie Yon does, have we? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. (laughs) You're welcome. Have we even even scratched the surface? I I mean, like, yeah, that's a couple of things, but... Oh, well... Yeah, you 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 kind of wrapped it up in the, just the fact that it's been about thirty five or almost forty years of of competing and then coaching and um, just experiencing nutrition and training and successes and failures. So uh, just trying to bring all my experiences to help others kind of avoid the pitfalls of you know their challenges and their goals and try to piece together the the most efficient way for people to, to get there and, and, and stay injury free. Yeah. And so like of, of all the things you've done and, and we'll get into some of those things. I mean, the, the show's only, you know, so less, long, l- less than a half. We, can, we can't go over everything, Jamie, but, uh, <laughs> but like of, of all the things that you've accomplished from an athletic perspective, what's the one that stands out to you? That's kind of like, yeah, that's, that's the creme de la creme of what Jamie Yon accomplished back in the day, or even last week. Last week, you know, <laughs> or this morning. I don't know what you did. Got up and ran yeah, three miles. That's funny. Yeah, definitely. I've gone. Definitely, it's gone through different phases. You know, from doing my first triathlon with my brother, not back in 1986, was you know kind of the kickoff to my whole, um, kind of the, my whole last three decades, honestly just experiencing that first race and, and accomplishing that and being so excited to, to improve and to learn and grow in that. Um, but I would have to say fast forward about, about maybe 10 to 15 years after that, when I was um, competing as a professional in triathlon and still working a full-time job in Charlotte, but then also competing at the Ironman distance and, just in my mid-30s, being able to accomplish nine uh, Hawaii Ironmans and and to finish um, the top, you know, one or five percent in that race, and and to finish um, Lake Placid the year two thousand second 
the, the, the time that I felt like, wow, this is just amazing, and that I was um, proud of what I had accomplished, and and not not in a prideful way, but just um, just shocked and kind of a shock and awe of like, whoa, how did I just do that? But just years of doing the same thing and, and working hard and and putting in the work and just um, all that coming together in the same year, and in that same year being able to run my best marathons, my best run times and compete at my top in the triathlon world. So if you could touch base, uh, touch on that Lake Placid accomplishment again, because we, you you zoned out on us there for a a, a second. Oh, the Lake Placid race was a a race I was going into after running my best marathon in February. Uh, It was a a early, a a July midsummer race. And I had just done Ironman California and had gotten to second place in Ironman California and had faded to sixth but because of a little nutritional problem. So I came into Lake Placid to try and fix that. And and the, the field was pretty stacked. I felt like if I could crack the top ten, it would be amazing. And and they came across the finish line in second place, and I was just wow. blown away and just, uh, yeah, I was really excited. Wow, good. What's your PR in the uh, Ironman? Ironman, my PR in the Ironman was 8.56 at Lake Placid, which is a challenging course. I always thought I could go faster in Hawaii and and uh, some of the flatter courses, but it really kind of peaked at Lake Placid. And that's kind of when um, I peaked and, and actually met my wife in that following year. And so my priorities changed and, um, you know, and just life continued into the next phase of coaching and, and forward. How many total full Ironmans have you done? I think it's 23 is what Good my kids you. say. I put 22 on the Jan Bonds packaging, but I think it's 23. <laughs> let's talk about that for a There's second. There's a segue. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah let's, let's talk about that for a second. Talk about what, what is a Jan Bond? We'll, we'll get to that in a second. We'll oh, get to that in a second. Bond. Hold on. We'll get to that in a well, second. Well, you know, I talked about all those years. Of, <laughs> exactly. I, I talked about... I can touch on that if you like. You want me to touch on that? Yeah, well, let me let me let me... Let me clean that up just a little bit here so so when you got what because you kind of set the stage for me here where you met your wife and like you said your priorities changed if you will and you you said okay i'm gonna keep sport as part of my not just part of my life but it's gonna be my career did you always know that was going to be a thing or did you say this is just kind of the natural progression of things for people that are at the for lack of a better, at the top of the sport? You know, I didn't really have it um, planned out as that's mm-hmm. what I was going to do with the rest of my life. But, um, you know, and who knows what the next 20 years will bring if I'm still around, God willing. But um, We're actually, only 35, it was so. from people starting. <laughs> yeah, I'm 35, right? I think <laughs> I'm 35. It, it came because people started to ask me um, about coaching and would I coach them and, and then – once I started, word of mouth kind of spread, and I was doing metal work at the time, uh, building furniture basically, and coaching on the side. And then in, in about a year's time, I had enough clients over here on the on the training side that I said, "Hey, I'm gonna you know put up the welder and 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 pursue this passion of helping people with their training and their health and nutrition." Yeah, and I think that's one of the so things. So it was a, it was a natural progression. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that makes what you do really special is that you, well, because heck, you live the life, right, of trying to create the balance between 
succeeding in you know, the discipline of your choice sport-wise, but also trying to incorporate that into a regular person's life where not everybody has the, you know, the opportunity, the luxury to be a professional athlete. And heck, even you didn't, really. I mean, you were also working a full-time job right. while you were a professional athlete. So I think finding that balance uh, is such a th- something that makes what you do so unique. But also I think it's one of the things that... Uh, I mean, let's be honest, right? The folks that are coming out to run a Novant Hell Charlotte Marathon are probably not professional athletes, but want to succeed. And you know where I'm going with this. Talk to me about how your philosophy and uh, your experience and how you brought that all together for us in these training programs this year. Yeah, I think that's why we created kind of a beginner, intermediate, and advanced program for your marathon, your 5K, and your half marathon is because everybody does have a different lifestyle and a different background of where they're coming from. But it's not to say that you have to be an elite athlete to do the marathon. So if you're sitting on the couch with 16 weeks out and then you want to accomplish your marathon, I think it can be done. Um, And that's where we would put you on the beginning program and incorporate the right kind of the the right frequency of runs the right distance of runs and not everybody's got to run a 20 mile long run to run a marathon if that's not where you are and so yeah i think i think that um you know being able to put together some different plans albeit it's not custom to every exact lifestyle and and people that are dealing with you know maybe different body types and, and um, in, maybe past injuries and challenges of that nature. But, um, you know, I'm open to, to communication with people if they have questions about any of the programs and how they might even modify those a little bit to get them to the, to the finish line. So what um, when, when you think about beginner, intermediate, advanced programs – Tell, tell us a little bit about what's different in each one. Is it the distance, the frequency, the intensity? Um, what, what makes a, a beginner program good for someone and maybe an advanced program good for someone else? You know, why, why would I pick yeah. one, two, or three? I think the first thing is, you know, is the frequency of the runs. Is it every other day? Is it, is it five runs a week? Is it six runs a week? Is it three runs a week? Um, I'd say the frequency and then, of course, the intensity and the distance as well. Um, but the beginner program, for instance, for the 5K may have uh, three runs a week, whereas the advance is running six days a week mm-hmm. because they have the, the, the mileage and the experience in their legs and they're able to handle those kind of um, those kind of distances and intensities without getting injured. What, what do you think is the, you talked about injuries a, a couple of times. What do you think is the, the number one key to avoiding injuries, especially for somebody who might be training for their first marathon? Well, that's that, that the answer to that question might be a little complex in the fact that you've got a, look at your shoes for instance that you're wearing you got to look at your nutrition and your the nutrients that you're getting you have to look at making sure that people don't um, try to work through run through an injury or an ache or a pain that's that's flaring up 
So that would be a little tricky, just knowing that it's several things that can then that can you know injure someone, and they just have to piece together you know healthy diet um, and be very in tune with with what's going on with their body post run, um, and and not try to work through an injury by so do you, training do you, if they need an extra day of rest right and so it's do, always you always look back after let's say you you've become injured you always look back two weeks later and say to yourself oh if i would only taken those first two days off after i felt that little twinge in my ankle or knee and so nipping things in the bud right away you can often avoid uh injuries that take you out six to eight weeks versus um, just spending a couple of days taking taking the time off in the beginning. Right. Do your training programs also incorporate nutritional uh, philosophies, or is that there a is there is not nutritional. Oh, I, I say yeah, that would be separate. But uh, you know, my my rule of thumb with nutrition is if you can uh, is is balance, and I'm a big proponent of getting enough protein in your diet. A lot of people, you know, are a little heavy on, on maybe carbohydrates or even fat in their diet without getting enough protein in their diet. And protein is one of those things that you have to kind of trickle it in all day long. So you can't sit down at, at night and eat your only protein at night and expect your body to absorb it all. So the, the often the mistake I see is people don't start their day in the morning with um, enough protein. Let's say you go out and grab a a coffee and a bagel. Well, you're behind the, you're behind, kind of behind from the very beginning, and, it, and it's not something you can play catch up with. So, making sure you can get enough protein in your diet when you're putting your body through the stress that you're going to put it through by um, doing the training. And for rule of thumb, um, about a gram per pound of body weight is a for a male is a good starting point. So, if a 150 pound male. Um, would probably need about 150 grams of protein a day, which is about 600 calories from protein. And a woman, uh, typically three quarters of a gram per pound of body weight. So if she weighed 100 pounds, well, 100 pounds, that means 75 grams a day. So making sure you kind of hit those minimums is um, a good rule of thumb for getting in the proper amount of protein. So... Give us an example of good protein for breakfast. Are you talking about, you know, eggs every oh, day? Oh, you know, you eggs. Well, that would depend on cholesterol issues. If you had any cholesterol um, history, um, you would probably want to limit the number of yolks that you eat. Um, eggs are a great source of protein, but they also carry fat in them as well. So making sure that you, um, you know, know what your cholesterol may be or may not be if, if, a lot of that comes from genetics. I, I'm a fit male, but I still have cholesterol problems, so I have to be careful. I may eat three egg whites and one egg yolk instead of, you know, three eggs with three yolks. Um, pro, uh, eggs is great. Um, if you do if you do dairy, you know, you got Greek yogurt. You have gr- yogurts. Um, we do a lot of turkey bacon on the side. Um, those are great options for breakfast, um, protein wise, and we. With my nutrition company, we also make a high protein, um, double the double your protein uh, seed butter, which is very delicious. We eat about a jar a day, but it's it's another good source. Um, <laughs> well, you got nine plug, kids, plug, Jamie, so I'm sure you probably plug, do go plug. through a jar a day. 
<laughs> that's an average day. That's, that's not right. even a busy day. day. So let's cut on that for a minute, man. Let's go. Tim, Tim talked about it earlier, but you mentioned Yon Bonds. For those who are unchurched, talk to us about that. I know nutrition is a yeah. big part of training and a big part of your philosophy. How did that evolve into your own brand and take it from there? Yeah, over all the years of training with nutrition and, and, and racing, I had to, I made a lot of mistakes and and experimented a lot with different carbohydrate um, levels and different um, protein and fat and, and whatnot. Those are called macronutrients. So basically, protein, fat, and carbs are macronutrients, and you eat a percentage of those every day. And what I found over the years is that if I train day in and day out or I just live day in and day out where I'm trying to just – um, lose weight or I'm actually working out trying to train for a race that a combination of about 50% carbohydrate in your diet, 25% protein and 25% healthy fats is a very good balance to have. And it also helps you fuel for workouts um, and, and recover faster. So um, if you can maintain your breakfast, lunch and dinner, um, with those kind of, that kind of a balanced plate, then you're going to ensure that you're getting enough carbohydrates to train and recover um, efficiently. And so what that also does is it helps your body learn to tap into fat for fuel. So at 50% um, carbohydrate, that's still low. Um, it seems high in this, in this age we're living in right now with the, right. with the fads of going around, you know, keto diets and such, but uh, 50% is actually low. So if you train, it, it, it teaches your body to kind of say, hey, this is the amount of carbohydrate I'm getting. I need to look for another energy source when I'm, so that I spare these carbohydrates that I'm getting because it's not a lot. So your body learns to kind of tap into fat stores as well. So you actually become a more efficient athlete um, long term. So when it comes race day and, the, and you're tapering for race week and you're starting to eat a, a more carbohydrate and less protein and less fat to carbo-load and you come to race day with a full tank of carbohydrates, then those carbohydrates on race day are going to take you further down the road than they would have prior to your body being able to be a good fat-burning body, if that makes any sense. So... All that being said, it's, down, it's probably pretty confusing to hear it for the first time, but Yon Bonds are built. They're a macro-balanced macro protein bite made here locally here in Charlotte at, a, at, a, at um, Golden Grains Baking, and they produce them for me, and they are just kind of my go-to food before, during, after workouts, healthy snack. My kids love them. Kids, uh, a lot of teams use them. I, you know, I've even got golfers on the tour eating them. So it's just a great go-to where you don't have to worry about what's, what you're eating. You can kind of trust that that's going to do exactly what you need it to do and, and rely on, on those for training and every day. How, how and then are, um, actually when ahead. you get to race day, that's – go ahead. No, keep going. And then actually when you get to race day, they're more for a breakfast food. And then for, during the race when you switch to a lot of gels, we now have a gel out that's a real food gel that works perfectly for higher carbohydrate and then the less protein and fat, of course, during the race. 
So how, Yarn Bonds, I, I remember five or six years ago, maybe longer when you first started that and you were kind of getting some traction with some of the local running stores and so forth. How is that doing? Like, are you, are, have you gone national with the Yarn Bonds and that's, uh, you, you've got distributors around the country or, or are you still, you know? Well, you know, we, we, we started in retail before COVID and then when COVID hit, we kind of pulled out of retail and switched to online and, and online and the subscription models have worked so well since then. And we, we're, we're limited on the number of retailers we're in right now because we're strictly doing uh, online sales and people subscribe. Once they find a flavor they like, we sell in bulk now. And oftentimes people will buy in bulk and um, buy our big freezer bags and they go in the freezer and you just pull out what you need each week. And, uh, that's going well um, right now. Now, I think the next step of the next couple of years will probably start to trickle back into retail. And, for instance, in the fall, I think we're going to go back into locally in Charlotte, just go back into Reed's uh, grocery stores. And, of course, we're in Run For Your Life um, and um, some of the other running stores and cycling shops, but mainly online. Very good. Yonbonds.com. There you go, man. <laughs> what, what are you training for? Are you are you still training and competing and doing things, or are you um, kind of slowing down a little yeah. bit? Yeah, slowing down a little bit. I've, I've kind of just gone to mostly running now. I'm 57, and and last, uh, I think I, my goals recently, the last actually decade, I felt like when I get into an I like to try and hit some of the records. And so uh, when I was 50, I was able to get the, um, the I was tra- able to win the age group nationals at the Ironman, half, half Ironman distance, uh, the world championships when I was 50. And then I was 55, now I'm 57. So I got to wait on 60 to maybe <laughs> go back and do the triathlon. There you go. But right now, just uh, in the in the interim, just trying to run and, 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 um, stay healthy and i do find it a little more challenging to stay healthy um completely healthy when i say healthy i mean like um hamstrings a little sore today or uh the knees are a little i need an extra day of rest and really trying to focus on you know my coaching and the nutrition and just i love helping people and i love seeing their successes so that's been rewarding the last you know decade for sure so you and Farah have been married how long? Uh, we will be married. Um, man, you caught him on eighteen the spot, years man. come se- <laughs> come September. Eighteen, and how old are What's your that, kids? DC? I said he caught you on the spot with that one, man. Uh, it's like holy cow! Don't do that to the brother. <laughs> yeah, actually, 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 she told me to actually ask. it's <laughs> two thousand. Actually, actually, She's it's listening. nineteen years. Actually, it's nineteen years. Yeah, you're in trouble. Actually, it's nineteen years. <laughs> you're in trouble. We got we got her on the other line. She's not happy right now. You now. can look that up. <laughs> <laughs> you can look. You can look that up. Right. September eleventh. <laughs> test question it's number easy two. For me. It's, exactly. it's, wow. Test question number two. How old are your kids? Oh, all, all five. In they order. Are 17, six, 17, 16, 14, 12, 10. <laughs> so that's easy. <clears throat> and there, uh, Josie and Stella are going to be seniors in high school. They're schooling that's together. Crazy, they'll man. go. They'll go off. Uh, they got one more year in high school. You'll, you'll be sixty-five before the that. last one gets out. 
I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I don't feel 65, though. No, no that's good. Neither does Tim. said, as long as I keep the can't. <laughs> as long as I keep the lights low, then I can look a little younger. So. Exactly. I'm taking yeah. that. Next time we're going to be recording get, in the dark I here. did. This is the first year I've ever been called. Uh, somebody thought I was a grandparent. I was shocked. It blew me away. I was sitting in the soccer game and watching my and Lucy play soccer, and uh, we were watching the game, and a young fellow next to me, and we were chit-chatting about just anything under the sun's colleges and our kids. And I said, which number, which, which, which kid is yours? And he's like number 17. We'll go out there. And I said, Oh, you know, she's, she's moving well or whatever I said. And he, he kind of looked my way and he says, do you have grandkids out here? <laughs> I'm like, Oh my. Uh, I was like, what beautiful. am I wearing? Yeah. I looked out of my pants and my, and I said, am I wearing some, my clothes too baggy? He, he's got it. plaid pants and compression oh, socks. You're wearing dang cargo and shorts. And stocks. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, jeez. Hey, man, how, how do people get in touch with you if they want to connect, whether it's regarding training, on bonds, getting out uh, yeah. one of the parks at 5 o'clock in the morning with you someday? <laughs> you still doing that, yeah, I assume? true. You could just, yes, sir. Um, every Monday, Wednesday um, in downtown area. Um, we have our workouts that we do. We have a great group of people. I think we'll have about uh, almost 40 people out tomorrow at um, Freedom Park to run some hill repeats. But um, they can get a hold of me through Tryon Performance, T-R-I-Y-O-N, performance.com, just through the contact page or at, uh, through yonbonds.com through that contact as well. It comes it comes to, to me. So I will see it, and I can surely uh, get back to anyone and, and help them either get started on the programs or have any questions about the run for your life programs that are coming up with the with your event and i'm excited to be a part of it and i appreciate i really appreciate it absolutely and you can find the official novon health charlotte marathon training plans from jamie and try on performance you can find them right there on the homepage of the charlottemarathon.com and that also has the links to uh, jamie's contact information if you want more information about the programs but the programs that are on the website are absolutely free whether you're registered for the event yet or not and they are as jamie touched on beginner intermediate and advanced programs for the marathon the half marathon and the 5k i am so excited for our participants this year to get to benefit from all that experience that you bring to the table and get to see a training program that is for them that is dialed in for succeeding at the novon hell charlotte marathon jamie thank you so much for being on the yeah, program you, jamie love it brother hey guys thank you so much i appreciate it and uh, again if anybody wants to reach out, please reach out with any questions about his, the programs and then anything about nutrition, and I'd be happy to help you out. Right on, All right, brother. brother. Thank you. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon and our partners at Pinnacle Financial and U.S. Bank. Running Around Charlotte is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. New episodes are available every week anywhere you listen to podcasts.